This is Dr. Chad Edwards, and you are listening to podcast number 62 of Against the Grain. What guy doesn't want to maximize their testosterone? Through using all natural and organic ingredients, men now have an option for a locally made paraben and sulfate-free shampoo, conditioner, and face wash. Not only does dude's manly products smell great, which drives ladies crazy, by the way, in a good way, they put a unique spin on their shampoo with it actually having a dark gray color because of the coconut shell charcoal that is used to remove the toxins. Dude can be purchased at the Tulsa Men's Shop and also online at www dudemanlystuff.com that's d-o-o-d manlystuff.com welcome to against the grain podcast with dr chad edwards where he challenges the status quo when it comes to medicine we get into hot topics in the medical field with real stories from real patients to help you on your way to a healthy lifestyle get ready because we're about to go 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 against What up? What up? This is Marshall Morris over here with the Against the Grain podcast. And today I'm joined with Dr. Chad Edwards, who believes that 80% of medical recommendations are crap. Technically speaking here. Um, He is the author of Revolutionize Your Health with Customized Supplements. He is a board certified family physician and he served in the U.S. Army. Dr. Chad Edwards, how are you doing today? Man, if I were any better, I'd be twins. You'd be twins. Wow. That doctor humor just keeps getting better and better. Or something like that. Something like that. (laughs) So every week we are here talking on the podcast about uh, hot topics, um, medical advancements, and really just against the grain uh, subjects. And I know that uh, in our last podcast, we were talking about celiac. So if you missed that, you got to check that one out. What yep. are we getting into today? Yeah, so we're, we're tailing in on the, the other end of that uh, celiac discussion. And this is, this is really, you know, celiac. Well, it's not celiac part two, but it kind of goes along with that discussion. So if you haven't listened to number 61 uh, on celiac, go back and listen to that and come back and listen to this. At the end of that, when I talked about how I'm not sure that the problem is with gluten, you know, I mean, we've had gluten in our diet for millennia and we haven't seen, you know, these, these massive problems. And we've seen, you know, gluten has, you know, almost overnight just exploded in, in, uh, in frequency. And we, you know, over the last five to 10 years, it even, it's just grown exponentially. How many patients come in with true celiac and then the number that have uh, gluten sensitivity is even higher than that and so what's the deal I mean there's so many why I mean it's one of the questions that's so common in our clinic why if you have hormone problems why you depression why I mean what's going on because if you can reverse that process then you know it it, it um, you know an ounce of prevention I had to uh, there was a holistic dentist came in to see me today and he said, uh, he said, he's found the best way to, to, uh, to treat cancer. And I was like, wow, how, how is that? And he said, don't get it. <laughs> and, and it, I mean, as, as serious as he could be. And, and obviously his, his point is that it is so much easier to do everything you can to prevent it. And we both, we talked about that. And we talked about the patients that are willing to do anything when they have a life-threatening illness. They, I've got patients that go to Mexico and will stay for three and four months in Mexico getting treatment. At, I mean, it's a, it's a great clinic down there. Uh, and they get things that they can't get here in the U.S. because of regulations and, and things like that. And my experience is they've done very, very well. Um, uh, some 
something I had one patient that was given, uh, you know, six months to live and we're now four months into this process and, you know, she spent time down there and came back and she's doing amazing. She looks great. I mean, I don't know what the future holds, but she has done much, much, much better. It's amazing. So uh, we'll just get back on track here. So, oh, the number of patients that have just exponentially grown in the prevention and, and these kinds of things and why in our clinic, why did this, why did this happen? Why? So with, with gluten, with celiac, with, you know, with those things, why? I mean, is it the hybridization and that, or the, you know, what we talked about last time about the GMO, it's not really GMO, it's hybridized. Uh, but why is that the case? And, you know, I, I got to looking into this a little bit and I, there's um, Dr. Stephanie Seneff, uh, S-E-N-E-F-F. She does an amazing job, brilliant, brilliant lady. And she's a PhD, she's not a physician, uh, but she has published an astonishing amount of, of material, I mean, just of, of research. I mean, she is a researcher uh, for you know anyone to be jealous of. I mean, it's just amazing, uh, and she is absolutely brilliant and drills down into what is it that's going on, and you know one of the things that she said is you know lots of people are intolerant to gluten, of course, people, but people aren't thinking why is this now true? This didn't used to be true. I was really puzzled uh, because wheat is not a genetically engineered product. And so she was like, what, what is it that's going on? And as we look into the data, it's not, I, I don't think it's the gluten. I think it's a chemical that sprayed over wheat called glyphosate. And glyphosate is the active ingredient in Roundup. And so basically, this has come into vogue in the last, I don't know, 15 years or so in the farming industry. And so with the spraying of the Roundup, it does a few things. One, it it kills ryegrass, which is, you know, one of the problems with wheat, but ryegrass also has an important role uh, that we, that we neglect as far as maintaining the, the health of the soil. But the, uh, the Roundup also serves another purpose and it increases the maturation of the wheat. So, and it kind of stabilizes that and it actually increases the yield. So it, it kind of kills the wheat, so to speak. And then it's like dying breath. It produces additional seed and the seed is, you know, it's what's on the, on the, the tip of the, the wheat. So it increases the yield in the harvest. So we do this so that from a, from a business perspective, you get more wheat per acre kind of thing. And that, that's why they do it. The glyphosate actually embeds itself into the gluten molecule. And I believe that a lot of the problem that we're seeing today with gluten is not gluten. It's that gluten is the carrier for glyphosate and glyphosate causes a whole host of problems in the human body. It disrupts all kinds of mineral absorption. It disrupts biochemical pathways. And I believe that is the, the real problem. Your body then recognizes the gluten that's carrying the glyphosate and it mounts an immune response against the gluten because it's carrying the glyphosate. And therein, I think, is why this is now all of a sudden an issue. And, you know, in the last podcast I talked about, I had been recommending that people get organic heirloom wheat. And I've got patients in my, in my practice that have known gluten sensitivity. If they, if they get it, they will have major problems. And uh, one of them uh, got their bread from Farrell Family Bread in, in Tulsa. And Farrell Family Bread uses a farm in East Oklahoma that's a certified organic farm, uh, John's Farm, the 
literally the name of their business uh, and the owner's name john it is oh, you're okay. exactly oh, right okay so they do a phenomenal job of organic uh wheat farming uh, but they also have cattle tracks beef which is certified organic grass-fed beef and it's absolutely delicious and amazing i highly recommend i think it's johnfarm.com uh call them up they they got great stuff I mean, it tastes great healthy good for you all that kind of good stuff um and they're the beef has uh the fat content is absolutely bar none awesome i mean it's high omega-3s it's it's amazing um so with the wheat uh they uh they are actually a supplier for um feral family bread at least they were at the time and i don't know about now they may still be i don't know but these people got bread from feral family bread and had absolutely no problem they they did they did great and didn't have a problem with it. Now, now, when you buy organic this or organic um, heirloom wheat, yeah, what does organic mean in that context? Yeah, so and we'll have to have a topic or a oh, podcast where we go over specifically that. Oh yeah. But basically, you know, you can have like for example, you can have natural chicken and or natural beef and or natural fish or anything else and they will they may be fed a diet that's fairly natural to them or they may not have antibiotics or they may not have hormones or you know something along those lines but the problem is that they especially like chickens uh the the um in fact the smart chicken is the chicken here locally that that i like uh, and they have an organic chicken and it's literally about twice the cost of the natural chicken now the main difference between the two is that the natural chicken does uh, doesn't eat organic feed, so they're eating feed that may have GMO in it. They're not saying it does, but it may. You're paying to get GMO'd feed for the organic birds, so it, it's that whole chain. Now the important thing, in fact, let's let's take a break and we'll come back and talk more about this. Oh yeah, are you tired and fatigued? Are you frustrated with doctors because they just don't seem to listen? Do you want to fix your pain without surgery? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then we are the clinic for you. We offer prolotherapy, PRP or platelet-rich plasma therapy, and stem cell injections, IV nutritional therapies, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, and functional medicine to get you back on track to optimal health. Call our clinic at 918-935-3636 or visit our website at www.revolutionhealth.org to schedule your appointment today. All right, we are back with Dr. Chad Edwards, and uh, last episode we were talking about celiac and gluten sensitivity and uh, the autoimmune diseases associated with uh, gluten, and we've gone on to discover, okay, that really there could be some other factors here at play, and uh, Dr. Edwards was telling us a little bit more about the glyphosate, which is actually uh, put on, sprayed on the wheat to produce higher yield. And uh, right. you were telling us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So uh, when when you buy organic wheat, it doesn't have the glyphosate or doesn't have the Roundup that's been sprayed over the whole uh, over the whole field. It's not been exposed to those kinds of chemicals. Uh, the organic tends to and there's again there's all kinds of nuances with the organic thing. I mean I'm still I'm still an advocate. It doesn't always mean what we think it means. Um, you know that it's 100 percent the way it's supposed to be it's there's a lot of nuances it is a political term that's it, it's crazy and ridiculous and i i hate it but it is what it is um 
and it, I would still say it's mm, often better um, than you know just getting regular stuff. And um, uh, the book, shoot, what's the name of the book? Uh, Omnivore's Dilemma. He does a really good job of talking about some of this with organic isn't necessarily what we think it is, and, and you know all of those kinds of things. Uh, so it's just. Um, it's a really interesting topic. Uh, so we were also talking about, you know, the glyphosate and the damage that it causes. And, you know, when, when you feed uh, like an animal, when an animal eats feed that's either GMO'd or, you know, specifically if, even if the animal is natural, but it's being fed glyphosate or, you know, a, a wheat that has been sprayed with glyphosate or anything else. Uh, corn and soy are also sprayed with glyphosate or with Roundup. Uh, and so we have a lot of effect from that. And this stuff impregnates itself. It embeds into the, um, into the, into the grain or into the, into the, the plant and into basically every cell of that plant. And it, you can't wash it off. So you don't come home and, you know, get your lettuce out and, and rinse it off and the glyphosate's out. It, it doesn't work that way. Uh, you can't, it is very, very difficult to detox from glyphosate. And this stuff definitely affects our body. Uh, and I won't go into it, even though I tend to do that. I, I love the biochemistry of this stuff. Uh, but it, it disrupts multiple metabolic pathways in your body. It, it chelates in your gut. It will chelate minerals so that they're not accessible for you to absorb. They're not accessible for the, the probiotics, uh, the gut bacteria in your gut. So it leads to gut disruption. It leads to bacterial imbalance, um, what we call dysbiosis, all kinds of problems that this stuff causes in your gut and in your body across the board. But when these animals eat food that is or they, they eat food that's been sprayed with Roundup, there's this uh, process called bioaccumulation. So the animals get it, but they accumulate it. So you're actually kind of getting a higher concentration in food that's natural because the animal has fed this stuff. They eat it. It accumulates. It's kind of like with, with seafood. You know, we worry about mercury. And if you eat, if you were to go around eating plankton, which nobody does that, um, you know, out of the ocean, then... Yeah, you know, probably not an issue, but, you know, small fish feed on the plankton, bigger fish feed on those fish, bigger fish feed on those. And so the, the top of the food chain, uh, predators like sharks and, you know, those kinds of things, some of your bigger fish, uh, they eat the smaller fish that eat the smaller fish that eat the, the merc, the, the, uh, the stuff that contains the mercury and it bioaccumulates as it goes. And so they're getting higher and higher concentrations of this mercury. So that's why those top chain predators uh, are, have a higher accumulation of mercury and are more of a problem for us. Um, so it, it's just, you know, it's, and all, by the way, also interesting to me that uh, mercury is in many dental fillings and they, there is no real regulation for mercury and dental fillings, yet there is limitation on mercury in food. Uh, it's, it's it's just ridiculous. The it's double standards on you know, it's more of that. And this is just medical crap. We'll we'll get, we'll get into that in another episode. <laughs> uh, it's just interesting. But this glyphosate stuff it bioaccumulates, and so you can get it in uh, in in these um, in in foods that you think are natural, but you're, they're just bioaccumulating the non 
uh, or the, the GMO stuff that they were fed because it's not an organic food. Now, I think there's organic is not perfect. There's a lot of nuances with that. We can talk about it in another podcast, but I definitely think it's, you know, a step in the right direction. I definitely think, I mean, if I had the option, I would so much prefer to eat uh, largely organic foods, you know, unless I'm making it myself, which essentially then would be organic because that's just the way I would do it. Um, but it's, it's difficult getting that message out and getting people to understand. And part of that's because it costs more. Um, if everybody farmed that way, it would drive the cost down at least a little bit. But if everybody bought that way, everybody bought organic, then the price of that would go up because now you got supply and demand. Uh, so I do think it's important. I do recommend that we kind of get as much, um, organic stuff as possible. And, you know, I, I remember seeing on Dr. Oz, he talked about some of the, what should you get that's organic and what should you not? Well, when it comes to something like glyphosate, uh, some of the recommendations on that are, are really kind of a moot point because they talked about foods that come in contact with the ground and they could soak up the chemicals and you know, they're kind of bathed in the chemicals, the things that are a little bit higher up and they don't you know, bathe in the ground. They were like, okay, those are less likely to need to be organic. Uh, but with the glyphosate, it impregnates into the entire organism. And so it's, it's a, it's a it, real potential problem. It, it takes over. It, it then stays with that, you know, moving forward. Exactly. Okay. So, I mean, it's just, you know, it's very nuanced. There is some evidence out there and Dr. Seneff and one of her colleagues um, published uh, some studies on the effect of glyphosate on the association of glyphosate with autism um, and how glyphosate disrupts a bunch of processes in the body. It's some really interesting stuff. And I think it explains a lot of why people feel the way they feel, not not just with this, but when you consider glyphosate in wheat, in corn and in soy, well, what else, you know, what else is an issue? And you look at the commercialization of our food and how or the industrialization, I should say, of our food and so much of the uh, what we consume, some of the things are government subsidized to make sure that the farmers, you know, succeed and we're paying for stuff that we shouldn't be eating. And I mean, it's just, you know, when you look at, you know, a few years ago, the price of corn went up substantially. And so the, uh, they had to adjust the feed and they started feeding them literally gummy worms and ice cream sprinkles. And they were allowed to put in, I think it was like 10% of their feed could be that crap. Um, and they don't have to tell you they're doing it, but it's, it's calories for the animals because it was cheaper to do that than it was to feed them corn, which was of course spread with glyphosate. But, um, anyway, <laughs> so action items for all of the listeners, when it comes to making the decision on the, the, the bread, the bread or grain aisle. Okay. How am I, how am I going to, you know, make that decision in the grocery store the next time? Well, many of your standard, I mean, if it's like in a plastic bag, kind of loaf of bread, you're, you're probably, I mean, it, unless it says organic wheat, it was probably spread with Roundup. Would you suggest maybe going to a, a Farrell's bread, a Farrell's family bread um, type place to find that, uh, that stuff or what? I, I absolutely think that's a great idea. Um, you know, it's a smaller place, you know, and I've, I've said this in podcasts before when I've, uh, when I've been in Europe and looking around in, in Paris, there's, there's a pastry store in every corner. They're all over the place. And when I look around, I don't see a lot of obesity. They 
by our standards, they eat so much worse. You know, they're eating fatty foods with loaded with sugar and all kinds of stuff, and they're not obese. Why? Well, they don't use the crap in their food that we do. They don't have the industrialization of their food. They're not spraying their wheat with Roundup. They're not all of those kinds of things. They're not looking for higher yields. Exactly. Okay. Hey, Dr. Edwards, thank you so much for joining us. Always today. a pleasure. Talking about the very, very hot topic of celiac gluten sensitivity and glyphosate. If they want to learn a little bit more, where where can they go? What can they do? Revolutionhealth.org. Uh, certainly, Dr. Google has some good information. Dr. Uh, Dr. that has got bad information too, but Dr. Seneff, S-E-N-E-F-F. She's got some amazing stuff on the use of statins, uh, which is another, that's a, that's a book right there, but um, she's got some amazing stuff on on statins and and her research on that and the potential problems with those. But she also has published several studies on uh, glyphosate and its association with multiple different diseases and processes. Appreciate you joining us this week, and we'll talk to you next time. Till next time. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast with Dr. Chad Edwards. Tune in next week where we'll be going against the grain.